Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ninjas from around the world. We got another great episode of the Ninja Selling Podcast. He's Garrett. I'm Matt. And we're excited to talk to you today. There's a lot of things going on in the mindset of the marketplace, I'm going to say. There's a lot of dynamics at play as well. And in this episode, Garrett, I want to just highlight a couple of articles that aren't super related to our topic, but I think people should check out. But before we get into all that stuff, if you haven't yet joined our Facebook community, oh my gosh, you are missing out. Major FOMO if you're not in there, unless you don't like Facebook, which I'm also fully in support of if you don't want to participate in the social media thing. But if you do, head over to facebook.com slash groups slash The Ninja Selling Podcast and join over 9,000 listeners Amazing advice going around there. Garrett, I now have to block out time in my schedule to go through all of the activity, see what needs comments, see what already are totally taken care of because y'all are so active in there. It's a lot to keep up with. Like I have been not devoting enough time to it. I keep going in going, whoa, like that's a lot happening here. And it's good content. It's not like, you know, junk stuff that people are posting. I mean, every now and then there might be something that's just maybe somebody trying to sell something or whatever, but we remove that. So you'll never see it. But most of the time it's people providing outrageous value. So many people providing value in their sharing of their stuff, asking questions and getting tremendous detail. So appreciate everybody who's in there. That's what happens when you put a bunch of ninjas together. Amazing stuff happened. So there it is. For those of you looking to attend an installation, head over to ninjaselling.com and click on the calendar. Unfortunately, the Charleston installation at this moment is sold out. So that one is filled up, but there's plenty of others on there. So you just hit the calendar, go to select installation public, and you'll find plenty. There's a lot of them on the calendar at this point in time. So Garrett, that said, good morning to you. Let's dive in. Good morning, sir. I'm excited. Matt and I have a list of topics that we always kick around and we start looking at the marketplaces and what we're hearing from our coaching clients from different angles. And that's how we find our topics. That's how we, we decide what we're going to talk about. Usually it's about 10 minutes before we actually hit the record button. And Matt, you brought a great topic up today of basically, we're talking about how we have these groups of agents that are having really big successes right now. And we have agents out here that are walking around trying to figure out if they even remember how to sell real estate, like what is going on and, and trying to figure out how to play the game again. And Matt, you brought up a great point that I'm going to kick back over to you right now because I want to hear you say it again, but it's a really, it's a really good point that made me stop and be like, that is the deciding factor of everybody right now. It's not exactly what I thought it was. It's this. So have at it, man. There's a lot of changes going on, quote unquote, in the marketplace, right? Driven by a lot of different things. But the mental mindset of the market is mostly what I see changing a lot. And we talk about being adaptable to change and all of these things. And we just did the podcast on there is no normal. The only constant is change. And But the thing that should never change is your systems, right? And if you look at the past two, three years, the people who are consistent are people who did not change their systems. The buyer process was still the buyer process. The seller process was still that. Their flow was still their flow. They still did their auto flow. They still did all the Ninja things. The Ninja 9 was consistent and their business was consistent. And that way, before you even go to leaving consistency, like their listing process of actually taking it home and presenting it to the marketplace did not change. 
Right. There weren't shortcuts. They weren't dropping the things that they were doing because, oh, we don't need to do this in this market. That's laziness, in my opinion. It's like saying, well, I'm going to go run this marathon or run this race or compete in this event. And all my competitors kind of suck. So I'm not going to train for it because I don't need to for this one. Well, yeah. Then you know some guy shows up and kicks your butt and you're like, oh man, I should have trained. I have a funny story about that, Matt. You just brought me back to a moment in time many years ago. So we're going back. Oh, it's a good solid 15 years ago. And there was a relay that was going on in our town called Relay for Life that I think probably a lot of you have heard or participated with Relay for Life. And so when this thing came on, our real estate office up in Grants Pass was like, we're going to be sponsors of it. We're going to have a team. And I was like, I'm in. Like, I'm going to do it. Let's go. And I said to him, I said, I'm going to do the full 24 hours. I'm going to walk 24 hours straight. I'm not going to stop. And everyone's like, whoa, like, that's so cool. Like, what are you going to do? And, I, and they're like, how are you going to train? I'm like, I've been training my whole life. Talk about walking. Why would I have to train for this? There is no train. There's just go do. I've been walking my entire life. Like, let's stop blowing this out of proportion. I made it 13 hours and my knees locked up. I had to be carried out. Mark Johnson, one of our coaches, had to carry me to the car and then carry me into my house. That was 13 hours in. I'm just sharing that because sometimes, again, we take shortcuts or we don't understand what's really going on and we don't prepare. And so I just wanted to share that with you because I was just, that's what flew into my head. <laughs> I love that. That's, and that's a great point. And that's exactly what happens. And this is what happened in the first market change where everybody was coming out in 2020 pivot, 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 pivot. And what happened was, as a lot of you pivoted away from what works. And then you got accustomed to certain dynamics of the market that were supportive of kind of cutting some corners and maybe not being in flow as much. How about just analyzing the market? How about just understanding like, okay, we're going to like really look at all the data here and we're going to figure out the best place to price a property where a lot of people just got in the mindset of like, eh, roundabout, throw it on, let the market decide. And they lost all their pricing strategies. They lost all their analytical sides of, you know, really understanding the marketplace. And yeah, here we are now. And what do you got? Well, and that's why you're faced with change. It's like, well, I wasn't doing this, so I got to change back or change to doing a system. And if that's you, it's okay. I, I apologize if you feel like we're being hard on you. We are. But it's okay because the beauty is, is like you can pick up a system like Ninja and run from it right now and your business will change. As we talked about in the There Is No Normal, one of the benefits of the market conditions that we are maybe experiencing, we're going to have to see what Q3 data really comes out at to really see what's going on in terms of trends. But the beauty of this is if you pick up your systems, there's a lot of people out there that are going, oh no, my goodness, the sky is falling and they are going to take a pause and all that market share can come your direction if you're getting in flow with people. Because more than ever, whenever there's change, same thing happened in 2020. It's like, Goodness, we have this conversation every single year, but people look for an advisor who provides value. And that can be you if you run the system. You've seen this work over the past two years with plenty of people, Garrett. Well, so Matt, this all these are learning opportunities. And you're either going to learn by saying, okay, I'm learning a skill set right now. Like right now, there's a new skill set for a lot of people they're trying to take in and they're trying to learn. And we're going to take that in and we're going to put that into our archives. Okay, this is now what makes me a better realtor moving forward. This is what makes me a better mortgage broker going forward right now. 
The scary thing is when people drop and they just run to the like this new thing. We got to do this now. Like I've watched it in my years of being a coach where it's like, I'm not focusing on my friends and family right now. Like I'm focusing on short sales. That's what I'm going to get really, 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 really good at. I'm dropping all my other stuff. And they jump into short sales. And yeah, they have an incredible business for a little while. And then short sales dry up and they're like, ah, oh, you know what? Now I'm going to go focus on expired listings because that's where this marketplace is supportive right now. We're going to put all of our time and energy into this. We're going to put all of it into for sale by owners. We're going to put all, and they're jumping and running. And what happens is, is they go through this state of, of, we, oh, look at all the wins. Look at this, like money's pouring out of the sky. Like we have figured out the success of real estate. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, that game plan doesn't work at all anymore. Now I need to pivot. I need to adjust to this whole new marketplace where the ones that we saw, Matt, and this is where your comment really got me. I've been looking at all these different people, all these different successes, and there's a certain handful of them that are just ranking it right now. Like they have just got business falling out of the sky. They have people calling them. And here's the thing. They know how to handle short sales. They know how to handle expires. They know how to work in all these. They've learned all through this time. And what they did is they said, okay, we're not making massive changes. We have a process. We have a system. We're going to handle the people that need help and we're going to help guide them to where they need to go but we're not dropping and running to this new thing and then dropping and running to this new thing. It's this consistency with their business. And what happens is, is all those people, when the market pivots again and it shifts and all of a sudden we have a new game that we're playing, they're just going to keep with their program. And they're going to keep going through and bringing people in and helping them their way where they need help. They're not dropping everybody and running to this new game plan. And that's what I'm hoping everybody gets out of this right now is that, yeah, we're not saying shame on you for what happened. That's a normal thing that's been trained into our industry is like, where do we go now? Oh, it's not listings anymore. We need more buyers now. That's what we need because listing inventory is coming up. Like, And I got all these buyers out here like, this is the time to work with buyers. No, don't drop all your listing stuff because now there's buyers and buyers are easier. You need to be the trusted advisor that's doing all the systems always consistently. So it's really becoming apparent. And I think it's always been apparent. It's just in our face right now. And running from one thing to the other typically is because we're not deploying a system. The beauty of running a ninja system is you can handle buyers, you can handle sellers, you can handle expireds, you can handle open houses, you can handle short sales, all the strategies, which short sales are going to be really hard to find considering the amount of equity that people have in their homes right now. So probably don't want to explore that one at the moment. There's a moment in time. If you have the skills, just keep them in your back pocket. Yeah. And... There's nothing wrong with exploring other skills in addition to working on the foundation of your business. And I think this becomes the difference between being just a pure standalone salesperson versus a salesperson running their own business. Because real estate is a very unique industry in that it is not commoditized. And I know that we can look at it and try to commoditize it. And we do with data and trends. And those are interesting to look at and can be very relevant but every single piece of real estate, every house is different and unique. And we are irrational human beings. Like no one buys a house on being rational. It's impossible to make a rational decision buying a house because you can only deal with the inventory that's here. And since every piece of real estate is different, how do we know which one to choose? It's not like we can go out and be like, all right, everybody just buy a Toyota Camry. It's a nice, safe, reliable, rational car, right? 
Jared's shaking his head because, well, we like cars. Toyota Camrys aren't bad. We love Toyota Camrys. There's no the Toyota Camry of houses, right? That doesn't exist. And so the best thing that we can do is be reasonable about our purchase and sales, which is where you come in as a trusted advisor to find the people who have life changed, to have those conversations early on so you can walk them through anything that's going on in the market, which is going to be great for your business. You can't make buyers that aren't buyers and you can't make sellers that aren't sellers. But what you can do is be there and ready and willing and able to help them when they come to you because you're talking to them and in flow with them. So it's interesting. One of the constants in this whole process of all these different systems around here is people. This is why Ninja has been one of these incredible systems that I've watched over the years is because the real estate is just the byproduct of these incredible relationships that you built. And we know that the people that are involved, they are a constant that are going to need this as part of you know basic safety and security of living as you need to have shelter. So here we have this like consistent people out here. We're staying in amazing flow with them. We're connected with them. We're building incredible relationships. We're showing them what our value is when it comes to real estate. And the beauty is, is again, as I said, is we're helping them with whatever they need as it comes to real estate. And if your business is focused and built around that, this is where I always tell people, it doesn't matter what the marketplace is doing. But if you are shifting from, this is my game plan, this is my game plan, this is my game plan, those are the people we're watching around, running around here right now, Matt, that are going, man, it's really quiet. It's quieter than I wanted it to be. Like, this is a little bit scary. Like, what's going on? It's definitely slower than I want. You're not playing your consistent game with the people that you know. If you think about it, I'm bringing up the book, The Psychology of Money again. Clearly, I think y'all have figured out that I like that book a lot. Because <laughs> I've mentioned it every single podcast episode. And I appreciate everybody who's emailed me saying that they like it too. Can we get sponsorship around this book, by the way? We need to reach out. If you're, if you're going to say it this much, like we need to talk before you just start promoting things like this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if anybody knows the author. So you you look at those trends, right? And they talk about this in terms of how people invest their money. And, and consistency is the clear thing that wins. That's why Warren Buffett has won. It's because of just his consistency and how he invests over time, despite what's going on in the market. The same applies to how you run your business. If we're always changing how we run the business, you don't have something that lasts that can build the consistency so that in three, four, five years, all of a sudden you just have this flow of stuff coming towards you. And the agents that have been consistent for the past three, four years, business just comes. Matt, you're brilliant. Thank you. Finally, it's happened. I don't know if I'm really a great... You may not be the right gauge of that. <laughs> I'm not the I'm telling you you're brilliant, but I'm going to tell you you're brilliant. Could you take someone like Warren Buffett that has a very strategized, this is my plan, this is what I do. I don't go outside the box. I remember watching an interview with him where someone's like, are you investing in all this right now? And he's like, that's not part of my strategy. Yes, it's there. And I might, I might put a little bit of money into it, but I don't deviate from my bigger investment strategy that I've had. And he just stays that path. Now, let's go back to when day trading came about. You know, and here you have people that are just like going like researching everything, dropping money and pulling money out. Okay, let's look at another dropping money and pulling money out. And we watched people that literally made millions and millions and millions of dollars in like, you know, what, a year by just hitting the right ones at the right time. And they had kind of the right place. And people that lost their shorts. Oh, Yeah. Well, take a look at crypto over the past couple of years. Look at the people who got into GameStop and all these things. And if it's not your thing 
and you're not consistent with it because there are consistent day traders and crypto investors who have a strategy and it works for them and they're making money. But when you're just following the herd, like, oh, I heard that this strategy is working. It's like, okay, are you willing to commit to that for the next three to five years? And if you're not, which most of you would be like, oh, probably not. Well, then let's find something that you can commit to for that period of time, which major plug here for Ninja Selling. I mean, it is that is our show. <laughs> but that, it, we've seen it work so much. And there are other systems out there that have done consistently also work. But that is the key ingredient, or the commonality, I should say, across the board. If you see anybody who has been having year over year over year success, look at what they do. It's the same thing every year. And they are outrageously consistent with it. That's why I look at all these things, Garrett, and I said like, okay, the market could potentially, quote unquote, be changing. But it's really this, the market mindset that's always changing that we need to, we need to flatten that curve and keep that consistent. You know, it's funny going back to the day traders here for just just a second. Yes, there are people right now that that is a, a very lucrative job for them. And it's the difference of going back when day trading first came out and everybody jumped into it and some people got really hurt. And some people made big wins and then they all toned it back down and said, okay, here is the strategy around being successful with day trading. And you follow a plan. You follow a system, you do it consistently. These are the parameters you work around and all of a sudden you can have success with it. I think anything you do with a long-term strategy to it, that's what you got to look at. It's not a huge pivot and run this way and huge pivot and run this way and huge pivot and run this way. This goes back to life changes we talk about with all these people that we are building these commonalities and like interests with when it comes to using Ninja. What you end up with is a lot of these people that they're going to get married no matter what. They're going to have babies no matter what. They're going to lose jobs no matter what. They're going to get new jobs no matter what. You know, all these things, people are going to die no matter what. Like all these things are a constant in our world. They're not going to change. And so to keep it simple, these guys are going to need my help. The more people I have around me, the more people I'm building these relationships with, it's inevitable that you're going to be helping people with real estate. Going back to like, had a lot of people that built entire businesses off open houses. Last two years, been really scary if that's the only thing you've been doing. And then all of a sudden they're like, not open houses. I'm going to run this way for a second. Guess what I saw all this weekend, Matt, around my town? Open houses. Open house signs. I saw, you know, lovely realtors parking their car on the side of the road, getting their balloons and their signs out. You know what I've heard about these open houses too? Not a lot of people are showing up. I've heard mixed things. I actually have had some that have been huge open houses. Oh yeah. That's good. But I am watching it. I was driving, I was like, I was like, Sarah, look, realtors out of the corners putting their signs up. Look at that. And then we saw another one. I'm like, there's another one over there. I'll back up the not a lot of people are attending with that's not because I think demand is low. I think there's a good portion of buyers out there that just have access to more information where they're just like, yeah, if it's a house they want to see, they'll go look at it. Otherwise, you know, they won't. Or they'll just schedule a showing, which I do want to highlight this too. Even though you get consistent, knowing what's going on in the market is also important because it helps you have a lot of these real estate conversations because part of this consistency is making sure you're having real estate conversations with people as well. Go back to our podcast recently on the law of procession and make sure you're asking questions that can lead to these types of conversations. But showing time releases reports every month or whatever. And um, KCM, Keeping Current Matters, highlighted one of them to showcase that, oh, showings are down year over year. Yeah, no kidding. Last year was off the charts crazy. 
But when I went and looked in their, the detailed report and I saw something very, very interesting. Every single year, and this one report I looked at, which was the, the U.S. Uh, showings report from 2017, every single year at the end of the year turnover, so like, you know, changing from calendar year to the next calendar year, showing started to increase at the end of the year and continued to accelerate into that new year. Every single year, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. The difference in 21 is we also saw this little spike in the middle of the year, which is pretty good. But if you look at the little curve they have, the latest report is August. The curve is coming down and starting to bend flat again, coming into the end of August, like it always does, which to me would think if this pattern repeats itself, which... I don't have any reason to believe that it wouldn't. Showings are going to start to turn around and you're going to see that activity pick back up. That's one thing I think we should be looking at stuff like that because that's that's the hidden demand, right? That's a demand behind the pendings and all that kind of stuff. Well, it goes back to educating your clients too. If you have that information and you can sit down and say, okay, here's what we're probably able to expect from the marketplace right now and setting the expectations of what they're getting into. Like if you've got five years, 10 years worth of data that shows exactly what you just said, Matt, like you can educate them to be like, okay, here's where we're currently at right now. This is what we can pretty much predict that's probably going to happen when it comes to showings. Things don't change that much. It's funny how much we think things change. And I think in our world right now, we're just inundated with so much information and so many viewpoints and so many things are like, this is what's going on. Run for the hills. And it's like, okay, slow down. And let's just look at like, what the big game is, what the long-term picture is. And a lot of times it's not always all that different. Yeah. Well, and that leads me to highlighting another article that doesn't necessarily fit with the topic, but I think this is an important article for everybody to look at because it goes to knowing information. And if you're running your systems, you understand this information, you're going to have great conversations. The best way to probably find it is search bigger pockets. Fed wants a housing correction. The VP of data and analytics for bigger pockets, Dave Meyer, wrote this article. It's a longer article, probably take about 10 minutes or so to go through it, but lots of charts, lots of data. Fascinating. If, if you are a little bit confused about Fed funds rates, mortgage rates, how all that stuff impacts, what does it mean historically? What is what does the velocity of it really mean? Read this article because it's awesome. And spoiler alert, at the end, he goes through all this stuff and concludes that he's still buying real estate. A crash is not coming. And a crash meaning like a decline of 20% or more in prices and things like that. Now, you could be right or wrong. I tend to agree with what he says because I like to have the optimistic side of things and everything that I'm looking at in terms of the dynamics of the real estate marketplace anyway, point that direction. But even just in terms of solid facts and understanding what do these rate changes mean? What does the Fed really do behind the scenes other than just adjust the Fed funds rate? This is a great article that explains all of that. So I highly recommend everybody read it. And Gary, you said you read it too. Yeah, I did not read the entire article. I read chunks of it. So uh, I can't say that I sat there for the full 10 minutes. Uh, it is nice when they put lots of colored pictures and graphs. That makes it easier to kind of see what's going on. But you know, with it in this marketplace, I think, again, there's a lot of education that needs to be done. There's a lot of people that need trusted advisors out there right now. There's confusion in the marketplace about what does all this mean? Where are we going? What does this look like? And it's just an incredible opportunity to, to be that person for them. This is why we're watching 
the people that have embraced that and stayed the path and done the right stuff, when I say done the right stuff, they just consistently stuck to their systems. They didn't change their businesses up very much. Those are the ones that I think from a consumer standpoint, if I want a trusted advisor in my world, I don't want somebody that's running and jumping and changing course all the time. That's not a trusted advisor to me. Somebody that is consistent, they know exactly what's going on. Uh, like Think of it like as a doctor. If I had a doctor, my, my father-in-law is going through a lot of health stuff right now. If his cardiologist that he's had for a long, long, long time was jumping and changing paths all the time and running over here and, oh, no, 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 we're going to do this now. This is actually the new thing that's going on. And, and here's what we're going to do to like fix your heart this time. Oh, no, 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 no. There's something new. I got something new over here. We're going to run this way. We're going to start using salt crystals and we're going to have you sleep with those at night because that might help. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to do this and run this direction. There's a certain point you're like, you don't really know what you're doing. Like you don't have a long-term path here, a plan that says, I have analyzed the human body and I know what's going on and these patterns are consistent and this is what this means. This, this, and this leads to this every single time. And I think we need to look at ourselves and stand back as real estate agents and say, do we have a consistent plan that our clients can trust that we know what we're doing long-term? Like we are their long-term trusted advisor. You can't do it jumping and running and pivoting all over the place and doing something different and now doing this and now doing that. That's scary for me is hiring a trusted advisor. Wouldn't want to have that trusted advisor in my world. Same thing with investing. You know, we talked about different plans of investing. I don't want my investor running and jumping all over the place. I want him to sit down with me and say, look, here's the plan. I can predictably give you long-term results if we follow this plan. Some are high risk, some are not high risk, but like at least we have a long-term plan. And I know I can refer that guy or gal and be like, this is how they do business. This is what you can expect. They're on the conservative side, but this is what you can expect from them. You need to be that for your people. And that's where I think we kind of got away from here a little bit is just bouncing around and pivoting and changing. And Absolutely, 100%. Well, so I'll say this. If, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I'm one of these people that's not seeing the results I want to see, what can I do? And, and you do need to shift into a system. I hope you choose the ninja selling system. And I want you to make a decision this way because we're getting into business planning time and everything as well is... Set up your plan with the mindset of this is something that I can do for the next five years. I'm not talking about being in the industry or whatever. I'm talking about doing these things, the Ninja Nine, right? Can I do that for the next five years? And if you look at that and say, yeah, I can do that, then great. You're going to build a great business. I understand there's the nuance of old. Who do I talk to? How do I build the database? We got the podcasts for that. So we have you covered, right? We got you covered. But look at that and say, can I do this for the next five years and then commit to it? And you will see that consistency reward you in a wonderful, wonderful way. So that's what I got, Garrett. And do you have any parting wisdom to plant on people here? Uh, I have a little thought, but it slipped my brain here. So uh, we'll save it for future podcasts if we ever record another one. But uh, I know, Matt, I think this is great to talk about. It, and I think that there's a lot of people... Oh, I know what I was going to say. We do tout on the ninja selling system a little bit, and we have a little bit of like reasons that we bring up ninja a lot. If you haven't noticed, it might be something like with the title of their podcast. We're connected with it on a deeper level, but I do want people to understand that you know there's a lot of people that come to ninja and they're trying to figure out what system do they want to use. Do they want to use ninja, or there's a whole bunch of other sales processes out there. 
that long-term work. They've been working for a long time. I would never say that Ninja is the only path that works in building a business and growing a business. But it's interesting is the people that make the other systems work too, they're consistent in those systems. They don't bounce around. They don't bounce from Ninja over to another one, over to another one, over to another one. Uh, they find that path and they own it. It's like a diet, right? If someone's trying to to get healthy or lose weight, they pick a diet program and they do it. If you follow keto, paleo, Whole30, like whatever it is, the people who do those things consistently all see results. That's like the thing is like, oh, what which thing do I need to do? It doesn't matter. If you do one and you're consistent, you're going to see the results you want to see, unless it's a system that just really doesn't work. It'd be awesome if you switched it up. So one week you do keto and the second week you do an all fruit diet. Got to keep the body guessing. Yeah, I got to do all smoothies for a week, crank that blood sugar up, and then we're going to flip over and we're going to do keto again for another week. Just rotate back and forth, see how it works. Yeah. Then we're going to do the all carb diet, just like breads. Oh, yeah. Starches, we'll do potatoes for a week. Yeah. Then we're going to go vegan. Could you imagine how horrible you would feel? Oh, man. And this is why you also see people who are consistent, big champions of their system, because it's worked for them. That adds an element of confusion, but hopefully this has given you a little bit of clarity. So with that being said, Matt, again, great topic. Thanks for bringing this one up. Uh, If you want to follow us on Facebook, go to www.facebook forward slash groups forward slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. There you go. You you got it. Crushed it. (laughs) Crushed it. (laughs) You can also go see us at, uh, or you can find us at the ninja. <laughs> this is where I broke down. <laughs> the ninja selling podcast.com and search all of our episodes there for those little tidbits that'll help you stay consistent. Ninja selling.com. You can find all the installations. You can find coaching on there. You can find mastery. If you've gone through and you're a graduate of the installation, you can go do that. Lots of great opportunities and directions you can take to grow your business and help yourself down the ninja path. Matt, I want to say thank you so much. As always, I appreciate you and I appreciate everybody who's listening and tunes in all the time. And I also want to appreciate how many people have reached out recently to say what the podcast does for them and how it has changed them. That means a ton to Matt and I. That is the number one reason that we show up and do this. So I just want to let you all know, those of you who've reached out, written notes, sent me emails, it means a lot. It goes a long way and it makes us just want to continue to show up and do this. So thank you. Yeah. Ditto. Have a great day, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.